0: Hi, this is Dan Thompson, and you're listening to The Apprenticeship Podcast. In this particular season, I have been working through what I call living in Babylon or leaving Babylon, and it's about the American church, the American conservative church especially, and what the Lord is doing in in regards to um, our idolatry, our rebellion from God, and the things that He needs to do. So part of it is this spiritual place that we're going to be taken, Babylon is what I call it, and for us to learn why have we gone there and then what do we do while we're there. And so what I want to focus on in these next few episodes is where do we go from here? And Basically, I am looking at spiritual rhythms in our lives or the liturgy of our life and the life of the church. I believe liturgy is a good way to go forward. How that carries forward is different for different churches, but it's necessary. And then also to look at the historic black church and other ethnic witnesses because they have been marginalized in a culture that doesn't want them, but they have still focused on worshiping Jesus. And again, I say that not as something that is perfection, but something that we can learn from. So as we move through these particular episodes, I hope it's a way to encourage us as believers that really truly want to move forward and not try to be dragged kicking and screaming back to an era that we don't belong in, but to see what the Lord has for us ahead. I hope this is encouragement to us. The Lord bless you as you listen. Hi, this is Dan Thompson. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Podcast. I have been walking through some of the things that I believe are keys to the way forward for the church as we think about, for especially the white conservative church, the issues that are leading us into Babylon, but then how to live in spiritual Babylon. And I've talked about a few things. And one of the things that I worked to get my grasp, my own personal mental grasp on is the church. We have in American Christianity, white American Christianity, white American conservative Christianity, had a very poor view of the church and the $10 word for that is ecclesiology, the theology of the church. I have grown up in the evangelical church, fundamentalist, Pentecostal, evangelical. And over all of those years, I have found that I have a far deeper love for the church, the body of Christ, than I was seeing demonstrated all around me uh, in my denomination, my fellowship. And I had worked hard to try to articulate that better. And I I still, to this day, have a hard time articulating it. Um, It's not that I don't do a lot of reading and thinking about it it's uh, it's just a, a difficult concept because we've just done such a bad job. And uh, and now we have come to a place where uh, you have this, you know, another $10 word, deconstruction, uh, where people are deconstructing their faith, uh, leaving church, those kinds of things, where it's, it's not so much, I think, um, in my current thinking. It's not so much in my current thinking that people are leaving the church, as much as they are leaving the very narrow experience and expression of the church that they have encountered. And to that point, I don't blame them um, because we've just done a bad job. We have treated the church in white American conservative Christianity as a commodity. It is a place where we try to draw people in so that they have some experience that we would say would be with God, quote, air quotes there, with God, that will keep them there. And it is about the experience that person has so that they keep coming back. Ultimately we would say in American evangelical Christianity, it is to grow in Christ, When, if we would somehow pull the curtain back from that and step back, realize it is more about feeding our programs, our ministries, our teaching, our worship style, all of that. And outside of that, there's just not that much that we have as a view of the church. And, um, I want to walk through very briefly some notes I've just taken for myself as I walk through Ephesians. Um, Previous episode, I talked about the love I have for the scripture and how that became alive to me. And um, so, actually, as I was doing that podcast and forming that podcast, there was this new hunger that arose right before that where I felt the leading of the spirit to say, spend some time just going deep again. So I've, I've been in Galatians and now I'm in Ephesians and then I'll go to Philippians and Colossians for small letters of Paul that, uh, that have a place where the spirit just wants me to be, to learn right now. And in Ephesians, which is a significant letter of Paul in my life, um, I come again to these places that are, um, Just little notes that Paul makes that just jump out at me. And so in chapter 3 in Ephesians and in verse 7, Paul says this, Of this gospel I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given me by the working of his power. To me, though I am the very least of all saints, This grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery for ages in God who created all things. Then in verse 10, So that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places, This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So I ask you not to lose heart over what I am suffering for you, which is for your glory. That was Ephesians chapter 3, verses 7 through 13. And there's another place earlier on in his letter where he talks about some things that were given over to the church, and those little places send something inside of my spirit leaping, because I, I, every time I go, Paul sees a vision of something that we just have missed in the in the Western evangelical Church white evangelical church um because for instance we keep going over all of this what is the purpose of the church and then we make a list it's like we list our goals and in my particular denomination that I had grown up in there was there was a time where that got to be such a contentious thing um over what was our purpose because we don't want we 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 wanted to to slice and dice. So our purpose was evangelism, and our purpose was world missions, and our purpose was uh, worship. But then, uh, to add in this issue of justice and aid to the poor and looking out for the margins of the world, the margins of our culture and things, that became a contentious issue because that's the social gospel, and uh, and it was like we were we were slicing and dicing and. And that's what we do. We say the purpose of the church is this and the purpose of the church is that. We go into our little mission statement mode like the church is a business organization. And Paul doesn't treat the church that way. What Paul is demonstrating is the church isn't about doing something. It is not about doing doing worship or doing evangelism or doing humanitarian aid it is about what we are to be and that is we are to be a display of god's manifold wisdom and this is where i, I just i'm just going to share some notes that i've just jotted down jotted down but uh, this brings god glory that when we are a display of the manifold wisdom of God, that brings God's glory. And that, and that is the goal of worship. We are bringing Him glory, not our worship team or our preaching team or um, some kind of doing thing that we have done, as an organized 501c3 nonprofit organization it's that we are being a display of God's manifold wisdom now all of that goes back to what paul is bringing out in in ephesians is that there is this mystery that has been there because god is now revealing it in this particular time and that is What we have, what we look back and say, well, of course, but at that time, that's huge. It's this, Jews and Gentiles worship together. It is not this dividing wall of here are the Jews and here's everyone else. It's that God has taken down that dividing wall and created one new humanity and that is in Christ. That is not a white Jesus Christianity. It is a God God kingdom, Jesus, Christianity. And when Jews and Gentiles are together in one new humanity in the church, it displays the manifold wisdom of God. And that word manifold is one of these things, words that only shows up this place in the New Testament. And it just means wide variety or richly ornamented. Ornamented, excuse me, ornamented, (laughs) ornamented. wide variety, richly ornamented. It's the facets on a diamond that you can look and you look at this angle and you see something beautiful. You look at this angle and you see something else beautiful. And it is on display in the heavenlies. When we are the church, it is a demonstration to all powers in the heavenlies that seek to divide. Divide that seek to slice and dice us up so that we create enemies. It is a display to those powers that Christ has made us one. No more walls, just a very big table. When the church is the church, it is displaying God's eternal purpose. When we are creating a table rather than building more dividing walls, we are demonstrating the beautiful, wide-ranging, manifold wisdom of God. The heartbreak of what we see in church history is that Christ has done all of this to bring us into one new humanity where we all lean in on him. And we have done our dead-level best to build more dividing walls to determine who is in and who is out. God hasn't saved me so I can build more walls of division. God has saved me to display His grace. And when I am extending His grace not cutting it off from someone. When I am extending his grace, I am putting his wisdom on display. I am to live in his beautiful grace. We as the church, we are to live in his beautiful grace. And that's, what has been terribly damaged and why people leave the church. I don't believe people want to leave the church. I I don't believe people want to leave leave the kingdom of God. They're just leaving our poor examples of it. And when we are living in his beautiful grace, we are to go with boldness and confidence to God because we have access I don't have to go through a Jewish ritual to get there. I go through Christ. I I work in a way that demonstrates his grace in my life. And then we are called to work in Christ, in his grace, in his wisdom, in his power to demonstrate his goodness to the world. To build a bigger table i i still am inadequate i'm just I'm just not doing this well <laughs> on what is the church, but i I read these passages, and there is a cry on my heart one over how badly we've missed it, and it is is costing uh people's I don't know that it's costing them their salvation, but it's sure costing them time and where they're missing out on what the church really is. And and there is no one else to blame other than the leadership of the church in America. White evangelical Christianity has just done a bad job. We have not owned up to it. We're still not owning up to it. We need to own up to it. But it is my heart's cry that... uh, we get back to reading these passages like what I see here in Ephesians and our heart just leaps and it says, Lord, help me to create that place where there is a great big table and then it's a feast and everybody can be there and all I am about is demonstrating the manifold wisdom of God that his grace is great and it has been extended to me. So all I want to do is extend it to others as much as I possibly can, to show a beautiful, magnificent Savior. And not one who is mean, not one who is divisive, not one who is wanting human power, but one who is gracious and beautiful and wants us all at the table. That's the beautiful picture of the church that we need to have. I have stumbled and bumbled through this and I'll continue to stumble and bumble. I understand that. So if you would extend grace to me as I try to communicate this, there's a beautiful work that Christ wants to do this rhythm that we need to have. And as we go into a spiritual Babylon as exiles, uh, I, um, I pray that uh, one of those key pieces of that rhythm that we need to have there will be the church, the church, the church, the beautiful, magnificent body of Christ. May that be part of our rhythm as we, we work together to recapture that beautiful vision that Christ has and the vision that Paul saw. Thanks for listening. You can find more at apprentice to Jesus.com. Apprentice, the number two Jesus.com. That's where I blog on a regular basis and give some of my thoughts about what's going on in my life and around uh, the world and in our culture as I study Scripture. The Lord bless you.